bought all set. Although at the time when I bought it, it was VHS, but I have 10 VHS cassettes which are recorded Young's, uh, Young People's Concert with Lenny Bernstein, with New York Philharmonic. And of course, it is a wonderful school, wonderful school for all of us who are conductors. Because in America, we are dealing with a young generation of people who are not brought up the same way as we were in Europe with a piano in every household, with a grandmother teaching you how to play, and with singing songs every night. Nobody does it here anymore, because their parents today were already uh, departed. Some of them still come to our concerts in Door County, and they would say, oh, you know, Maestro, I also practiced piano, but I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry that I stopped. You know, so many times I hear that uh, because the whole society life has shifted dramatically in the United States. And unfortunately for classical music, those roots or bridges to the classical past, sometimes those bridges are either destroyed or very shaky. Uh, and so, which means that for us performers here, the necessity to not only entertain, but to educate is of paramount importance. And that is the reason why we love those Young People's Concerts by Lenny Bernstein. Mm -hmm. um, although I have to admit that sometimes the camera would shift to the hall to see, to just to look the public, and you could clearly see that back in 1958, it was a different public. Mm -hmm. You see boys and girls dressed up, ties, yes. in the little suits, yes. and the little aprons, and you see their grandmothers who were all from Europe. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, and you could see that, that I know why those grandmothers took their grandchildren to Carnegie Hall to see Maestro Bernstein. It was a continuation of their own upbringing in Europe, in France, or in the Czech Republic, or in Stockholm, or in Italy, right? Wherever they came from, but you could s immediately see that. Many years later, when I was already playing with the Boston Symphony, and we also did our kids' concerts. And so I saw that public, and it was just like another world. And then, of course, back in 90, from 95 to 2005, when I was uh, conducting in Omaha, and I appeared many times in many schools just to talk to youngsters, to talk like a fifth graders or seventh graders, sometimes, we had this um, event unrelated to music, just a reading session. So they invited uh, like a celebrities to come to the class and read, just read a book. So I was, was sitting surrounded by kids and read in English with my heavy accent, you know. <laughs> uh, but I clearly saw that uh, their understanding their involvement in classical music is very slim, and they need to be exposed. And it, my favorite um, talk, which I always give them, is comparing with my own past, because then it gives them very clear idea how different it was. So I would say like this. When I was a young boy, 
I learned three languages at the same time. I learned how to write, so I learned alphabet. I learned how to count, so I learned numbers. And I learned how to sing, so I learned scale, music, notes. And for me, those three were like two, like three-thirds of the whole, mm -hmm. like 33.3%. Mm -hmm. And so since it was so natural for me as a little boy, I always feel curious why others are not like me. Why do you learn only numbers and letters and never learn the music? Just because it was so natural for me. And I, I feel sorry for those because they are deprived from so much richness in their life, which we call classical music.